Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. Over the past years, the message has been clear. Value investing is dead. I agree, especially when they define it as it is usually defined. Low price earnings, low price to book, low price to cash flows. However, there is a different definition of value investing that has worked since ever and will work forever. And that is the definition I'm going to give you to really put value investing, what is, we can call it modern value investing that will work forever, no matter that old value investing might be dead. Let me give you an explanation of value investing, old value investing, new value investing, what are the key factors to focus if you want to win when investing does really use the truth, everlasting value investing, the general environment, underperforming, overperforming, that's always talked in the media. And then at the end of the video, you will know exactly what to focus on, how to focus, how to invest, where to invest, that will bring you to extremely good investing returns over your lifetime. You are not investing for the next two, three years, oh, in this hot stock, in this hot trend. No, that's not going to bring you to returns. You have to find things that will work forever and this is what you're going to get in this video. So please subscribe to this channel. We are all about things that will work forever, that will deliver returns with low risk forever. Subscribe, like, and let's start with the content. So is value investing dead? Well, value investing has been usually defined as low price to book value, low price earnings ratios, and low price to cash flow ratios. When you define things like that, when you define things and when you look at investments by looking into a rear view mirror, because all that data, price earnings, price to cash flow looks in the rear view mirror, then it's certainly dead because investing is about what's going to happen next, not what happened in the past. So if we look at many value investing definitions from free cash flow to enterprise value, book value to price, earnings yield, sales to price, forward earnings to price, we can see big variations in related returns. Over 15 years, book value to price over the last 15 years delivered 16%, free cash flow to enterprise value delivered 220%. So does this mean free cash flow to enterprise value works and book value to price doesn't work? No, it's simply that sometimes something works, sometimes something else. This is just statistics. Statistics looking in the rear view mirror does not relevant for long-term investors. Then. No one measure of value has consistently performed better than others. Some, there have been price to book value has done good, price to earnings other times, price to cash flows has done better. Over the last years, price to book value did really, really bad, a little bit better price to earnings. So you never know what's going to work well. In general, value stocks, again, defined as usual, defined as Benjamin Graham discussed in his book, have performed terribly over the last 10 years. If we look at the Russell 3000 value versus the Russell 3000 growth index, 
value stocks are up 150% while growth stocks are up what 350% so a huge difference and that's why people are saying okay value stocks are dead if we look at the Vanguard growth versus value index funds we can see that in the 2000s value was overperforming but since the 2008 crisis value is really really underperforming albeit a little bit better than in the Russell so again questionable is how they measure it then what is value investing and is it dead as I said, yes, value investing, if you take a fixed measure based on the past, will always be dead because you never know what will work better, what will work worse over the next five to 10 years. It's all about sentiment statistics. What you need is something that you can rely all the time on. And that's something, there are three core things when it comes to value investing. The first thing is cash flow, intrinsic value. Warren Buffett defines value investing by looking at the intrinsic value of a business and try, then trying to buy it below that intrinsic value. How does he define intrinsic value? Well, intrinsic value is what is the number that if you were all knowing about the future and could predict all the cash that a, a business would give you between now and Judgment Day, <laughs> discounted at the proper discount rate, that number is what the intrinsic value of a business is. Thanks, Warren. So intrinsic value is defined as the discounted value of all the cash flows that the business is going to deliver from today to judgment day. And that's something that none of those metrics that we discussed as defining value investing give you. You have to understand the business trying to estimate what's going to happen in the sector, in the economy, uh, competition, what's the mode, what's everything. And then you can wrongly guess what's going to be the future cash flow that's going to deliv be delivered to you. Wrongly, yes, but it's better to be vaguely right than precisely wrong. And then you're looking at margins of safety, looking at, okay, it can be 100, it can be 500, 10, five years from now, but that is value investing, trying to estimate future cash flows with a correct predictability, probability, and then comparing to the risks and seeing, okay, where is the price now compared to what it can be in the future. That's value investing according to Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett changed his value investing techniques since starting, since studying under Benjamin Graham because Benjamin Graham was a statistical value investor. He simply looked at businesses trading at below cash value, bought them, bought a bunch of them and knew that those will deliver value over time as their value unlocks. However, a lot has changed since then. First, when Buffett started investing, he would take the S&P 500 manual uh, stock market guide and he would read all the 1000 pages and he would find those undervalued uncovered stocks that were really delivering great returns for him. But he had an informational advantage. That's something you cannot have now because all the information is out there. You go to your Bloomberg terminal, bim, 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 and you get all the information. Thus, you cannot have an informational advantage. The second advantage you can have in investing is speed or scale. You call Warren Buffett, he can get 
an advantage. He can lend money to to buy Anadarko at 10 billion here. He can buy preferred shares of Kraft Heinz or um, Goldman Sachs, Bank of America. You can't do that. Plus, there are flash traders uh, from Michael Lewis's book that have the speed, have the connectivity. Again, advantage that you cannot have. The only advantage you can have is having the right mindset. And that's something that you have to focus on creating the right mindset. That's something we focus on this channel. So please subscribe and click that like button. And what does it mean to have the right mindset? The right mindset means to look long-term, look at businesses, look at things that the market isn't looking. What is it out there that the market isn't looking? The market isn't looking for long-term competitive advantages, for undervalued long-term cash flows or for cash flows that are going to come not in the next three, five quarters, but that are going to come in the next three, five years. That's something the market isn't looking. Everybody's focused, okay, I need to beat my competitors in the next 12 months, not five years. And therefore that gives you an advantage. Thirdly, the market isn't focused on another core thing of value investing and that's risk. Value investing is focused on risk and you try to avoid the first rule in investment is don't lose. And the second rule in investment is don't forget the first rule. And that's all the rules there are. I mean, that uh, if you buy things for far below what they're worth and you buy a group of them, you basically don't lose money. Thank you, Warren. You try to avoid losing money because the first rule in investing is don't lose money. The second rule is don't forget rule number one. And when you compare those cash flows, and you look to, for a margin of safety, not to lose money, then the downside remains limited and the upside is unlimited. That is what is core everlasting value investing. So do you see the difference between value investing defined from whoever wants to be a value investor or whoever calls value investing debt and value investing defined in a Buffett way and that will work forever. Buffett defined value, defines value investing as cash flows and a margin of safety. If I'm wrong, what do I fall onto? What gives me protection? If I'm right, what's the upside? Not past price to cash flow, price to sales or something. Even if I think that even those past metrics might work very, very well in the future. Let's see. So when you're looking at value investing and you look at the price to book value, over the 90 years that Kenneth French and Eugene Fama have given us the data to calculate, price to book value has outperformed growth investing in 84 of the 90 years. If we, this was up to 2016 measured, so if we add the three years over the last three years that value investing didn't outperform, so value investing outperformed growth investing in 84 of the last 94 years. So 84 of 94, so one in nine years, over the next 10 years when you measure returns, growth investing will do better. So statistically, I think that value investing will continue to do good. It's just that there are periods when value investing doesn't outperform, like the 1990s, like now, when growth stocks were really, really hot. And then here is the chart showing the difference between growth stocks and value stocks. You can see here, this is the last 10 years when looking at performance, it has been 
flat underperforming growth stocks but over the last 70 80 90 years i think the message is clear about value investing especially because price to book value now it can be measured differently but gives you a sense of protection and we have seen only increasing rising markets over the last 10 years so value investing the margin of safety didn't matter that much because everything goes up a rising tide lifts all boats so it isn't the first time that value stocks disappointed investors for a long time we have seen similar performance in the 1990s dot-com bubble and you all know what happened lately and then US value stocks have rarely been this cheap relative to growth so five times cheaper relative to valuations will there be a mean reversal I don't know I don't care because I look at cash flows and I look at future cash flows and risk historically there was always a mean reversal so you see when value stocks were very cheap and underperformed the market the forward 10-year premium returns were very positive and vice versa when value was doing really good the next 10-year returns were very bad to conclude on this data overview from kenneth french uh, library value outperformed growth by an average of 4.6 percentage points per annum so the market average was eight percent growth was 5.7 percent and value was 10.3 percent the differences are staggering so if you just invest a hundred thousand over 10 years 5.7 percent 174 thousand 10.3 266,000 those are staggering differences if you do the same over 50 years the difference is amazing and that's what it is all about that's what it is all about you're not investing over the next 5 10 years you're investing over the next 20 30 40 indefinitely probably if you will leave your wealth to your children or you want to live off their wealth for as long as it goes so if you are promiscuous about your investing styles sooner or later your portfolio will get a disease but if you focus on cash flows and if you focus on managing risk that's all you need and that is real everlasting modern value investing Warren Buffett has been applying to conclude there are three things you have to remember cash flows from today to judgment day discounted at whatever rate you want to reach and then you can compare things managing risk don't lose money allow those cash flows to compound no matter what happens we cannot predict the future and the third key is of course subscribe to this channel for the correct mindset when it comes to investing i'm always amazed by jp morgan's chart that shows that the markets did good reits did good everything did good but the average investor over the last 20 years did terribly because they don't have the right mindset they are always chasing the hot trend the hot stock what worked in the past they always investing with the rear view mirror looking at oh free cash flow to enterprise value looked good let's buy that let's do that and that's not the way to invest and therefore you get those terrible returns instead of getting the great returns thanks for listening if you have any comments please let me know if you enjoyed this podcast please leave a five star review as it means a lot to me thank you and i'll be speaking to you in the next episode